Mine is I like to get to the point pretty quickly because if somebody calls me and they're dancing around, I'm like, get to the point. Why are you, why are you calling me? Cause I need to figure out if this is worth my time or if I need to hang up on you. And so I try and give that same courtesy to the people that I'm calling. This is your daily real estate syndication show. I'm your host, Whitney Sewell. Today, our guest is Stash Galazinski. He's a partner at Needle, a data analytics firm focused on bringing AI and machine learning to the commercial real estate industry. Helps clients optimize their portfolios and maximize their returns. He's got 15 plus years of experience uh, in this. Uh, he's, uh, he's part of Capstone Apartment Partners, and he's a, a managing director there. Uh, but he uses that brokerage experience to build this platform called Needle uh, that's going to help uh, help a lot of us in the industry, especially brokers, but, but I think operators. Uh, as well, especially eventually, to use that AI platform to narrow down that targeted list of properties that that you're interested in. Uh, we're gonna he's gonna dive into actually a superpower today as a broker that could help all of us uh, in this industry that uh, yeah, that you need to be good at, right? And, and there's a there's a some specific skills that uh, are going to help you to do that. He's going to dive into that today. Stash, welcome to the show. I'm looking forward to this conversation. You are an expert in so many areas of this business. I know you can help the listeners and myself today in so many ways uh, as we are we're attempting to have run and operate successful commercial real estate businesses. Uh, and uh, uh, you have uh, many skills that we need. Uh, and so uh, let's let's jump in. But welcome to the show. Thanks, Whitney. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, honored to have you on. Well, Sash, you know, let's jump into you know some of the your a little bit of your background, uh, and and we will uh, jump into some of your superpowers as well, which we talked about. Uh, but maybe give the listeners a little bit of an overview of you know what you've been doing in commercial real estate. Yeah, so my name is Stash Galizinski. I'm the managing director for uh, Capstone Company's Cincinnati office. We've been with Capstone since 2016, and you know, when I was in college, I made up my mind that I was going to make my my fortune and career in commercial real estate. And so I've made made the career, haven't gotten the fortune yet. But, you know, I figured out that my mom was a residential agent and um, fortunately she passed when I was younger, but I saw this, you know, the success that she had and I was like, well, real estate sales is a, is a thing, um, but I didn't want to cart people around on the weekends in my minivan. So, um, I decided to, to get into commercial real estate brokerage and it took me a little while to break in. It's kind of a, it's a tough business to, to get into, especially with no contacts, uh, no experience, but you know, I figured it out and, um, you know, here I am today, so to speak. Yeah. Well, no doubt. It's neat that, uh, your mother had success in, in real estate as an agent and, and you wanted uh, to follow, you know, in that same path, and and you know, one thing you you mentioned to me before we got started uh, was your superpower was cold calling people. I don't know if anybody's ever said that when I've asked that question. You know, I have almost two thousand people now, uh, but I, I love that because it is uh, it's such an important skill set in our industry. I feel like in almost any business, but especially yeah. in ours. Uh, you know, if you are looking for clients of any kind, right? Uh, it's a great skill to have. So I wanted to jump into that a little bit because I feel like that's a it's a piece that you know when people are trying to find deals or trying to find clients of any kind, uh, it's a 
it, it's a skill that they need, but it takes so many reps to get there, right? Uh, and they're nervous and just don't it do really it. Does. Or what you know, so I wanted to dive in there, uh, you know, and maybe and let you elaborate on, you know, why that skill set so important, maybe for one, but uh, and then maybe how you became so good at that. I moved here to Cincinnati in in 2011, and I had no contacts and no connections, uh, so I had to just pick up the phone and and start. I like to say I've, I, I've met all my friends through cold calling, so to speak. And it is super important because it's so easy to get lost in spreadsheets and emails or what have you. Like I have at any given day, at least a hundred emails in my inbox and it, you, you can spend a lot of time in the inbox and it's not necessarily, you feel like maybe it's productive because you've gotten down to zero or what have you. But, um, you know, the best way if you're in sales or, if, and as an acquisitions person, a, a principal, uh, raising capital, a broker, insurance, financial advisor, whatever it is, like it's just picking up the phone um, and, and not being afraid to, I guess, make a mistake. I don't know. Like it takes a lot of reps. And, you know, when I'm doing it, like my default MO, when I'm in the office, especially if there's like a pile of emails or other things I've got to get to, my default is like, I'm just going to get on the phone and start, you know, I've got a bunch of different lists that I'm working through for different clients, whether it's calling on prospective buyers or calling on prospective sellers on behalf of a client, or you could say fishing for listings or hunting, uh, or just you know, making, making a market, like you've got a given set of people that you've got to be in touch with. So, you know, the, the keys to being successful at cold calling is like, you want to, what I've found, uh, is you want to have like one list that you're just calling through and you want to work through that. And so for instance, for me, a list could be calling on prospective buyers of a listing. And those are the easiest calls you could make um, because these are people that have usually logged in to our document vault. They've given us their information. They're by logging in, they're at least high level interested in the deal. And you're calling them to see if they have any questions or any further interest in the opportunity. And so those are the easiest ones to make. The maybe next easiest would be and the script is simple. It's, uh, hey, Whitney, this is Stash with Capstone calling today because I see you logged into Clearpoint Gardens, um, 150 units that we have here in Cincinnati. Just want to see if that's something that you're interested in pursuing further. And then you stop. And then you let them talk. And that's when the kind of back and forth comes into play. And then you have to be prepared and know the deal. And you can have the OM up on your screen. I have three screens. You can't see it, but I usually have my my call uh, widget here. I've got my browser here, and I've got my email here, and then I have my iPad here. <laughs> so I'm I'm surrounded. So I have plenty of opportunities to have the information right up in front of me. Um, so you don't have to have it all in your mind. And it's okay to be like, you know what? That's a great question. Let me figure that out or let me look that up for you. Or that's a great question. Let me get back to you. Because I think that the worst thing that you can do when you're on the phone 
prospecting is to like make make something up because people have a good generally a, a good bs detector and if they know you're lying they're gonna they're gonna fish you out pretty quickly so just having a, a good list or script um and I don't really have script. I used to work off a script. I built like a flow chart when I first got started of, you know, here's what you say. And that, that walked me through it. And it took mapping out the conversation to, I literally, it was, I had it pinned up on my, my cubicle at the time, but it was a flow chart of the conversation. So I could just trace it. And now it's just memory, Right. I love the determination there, right? Even writing out a script or flow chart, you know, if necessary, at least to get started, right? I feel like yeah. getting the reps in, it's important, right? It, to build some confidence, uh, even if you're, uh, e- even if you're told no, right? Many, many times, which you will be. Oh yeah, right? uh, yeah. It, it, You know, it's it's just building the repetition. You're going to learn. I feel like from every call, uh, right? You're going to improve. Hopefully, <laughs> most of the uh, most of them. Yeah, you should. And you know what I've found is, you know, everybody has their own style but mine is i like to get to the point pretty quickly because if somebody calls me and they're dancing around i'm like get to the point why are you why are you calling me because i need to figure out if this is worth my time or if i need to hang up on you and so i try and give that same courtesy to the people that i'm calling and some people like a little bit more um you know friendly conversation you might say but others are like what do you want (laughs) especially if you don't know them and you're blindly cold calling, which, you know, if you're starting off in sales or in a new role, chances are the people you're calling aren't going to know you. And so they're going to want to know why you're calling and to get to the point pretty quickly. I feel like that does everybody a favor because you could, you could go through your whole pitch only to find them to say no. And so it's like, if you get to it pretty quickly, um, it does everybody a favor. Yeah, it's yeah, like, it does them a favor, and they and they they may be even more willing to pick up the phone again later. Yeah, if you I need so. to call them. Yeah, and you know the thing is in in a sales role, um, ideally, you know, so if you're farming for listings, right, you've got a set of prospects. It could be property owners in a, in a given geographic market, property owners of a given size or type. But anyway, you want to be calling these people over and over again over the year. So sometimes you want to be calling them four times a year. Sometimes you want to be calling them 12 times a year. Just depends on um, how hot of a prospect uh, you think that they are. It's okay to move people in and out of those lists based on the conversations and the feedback they gave you. Some people are always just mad and angry. And it's like, well, I don't need to talk to that guy every week or every month. <laughs> I love it. You talked about, you know, you, I mean, you got different lists that you're managing, right? Uh, and, uh, you know, you're, you know, depending on the conversation, you're going to move them around, right? Yeah. Dep- you know, what list. Uh, how do you manage that? Uh, Excel sheets, you have a specific CRM you use. Uh, I get that question all the time. So, I mean, obviously, we're calling investors often, right? We're raising yeah. money, you know, uh, often and, uh, and and often it's just to stay in front of them, see how we can serve them. You know, if we're, if we don't have a raise, but we still want to call, right? We still sure. are trying to stay in touch uh, and be in front of them. Uh, but for you, how do you, how do you manage that? You know, the, the question about, we, we do have a CRM and we augment that with a number of different tools, you know, other data providers that we use 
needle being one of them. But, you know, the best CRM, I, I think you should be using a CRM and not working off of Excel sheets because it just, it, it's Excel's built for financial models. It's not built for contact management. I think HubSpot is pretty good because it's, it's sticky and you can build workflows out of it. I think Salesforce is good if you're, uh, I think it's built more for, I don't know, we use it in our day-to-day, but I'm not in love with it. The best one that I ever used, it was called RealHound, but it's, I think it, it may still be around, um, but they moved it from the cloud or it was Microsoft access based and then they moved it to the cloud and a lot of the functionality changed. And I just, yeah, don't think they kept no, that's, inter- I've never heard of that one. That's, that's interesting. Uh, you know, Salesforce, I, I have nightmares about just so the listeners know, but, but, yeah. uh, uh, HubSpot we've used for a, a long time and, and yeah. it, it's been, it's just very intuitive for the whole team. And I, I like that a lot. Uh, you mentioned a, a call widget, uh, that you use. What, what is that? So we use a dialer called ring DNA and it's just some, I've heard some guys use like, it'll call five numbers at once. And then whoever picks up first, uh, that contact will, will pull up in front of you. Uh, I'm not that sophisticated yet, I guess. Um, but we use one called ring DNA. It's from a firm out of San Diego called revenue IO, I think. Um, or maybe they're out of LA and, um, it's cool. It basically it will it plugs into your browser and it will recognize any phone number uh, that pops up. So um, if you have ex- if you're using Excel spreadsheets and you're using them through your your browser, uh, RingDNA will recognize that this is a phone number and you can click it and it will it will dial the number. Um, if you're just you know, out if you if you're swimming in colder waters, so to speak, and you're trying to find the correct contact information, and you're just on the prospect's website, um, it will see the website there on the browser, and it'll it's got a distinguishing characteristic, like it's got a little icon next to the phone number, and you can click that, and it'll call them, and then you can add the the contact, uh, or if the contact's already in there, or the company's already in there, it will pull it up in that widget in that calling widget and so that's a really handy thing instead of just you know pecking at your cell phone all day like that would be terrible thank you for being with us again today i hope that you have learned a lot from the show don't forget to like and subscribe i hope you're telling your friends about the real estate syndication show and how they can also build wealth in real estate You can also go to lifebridgecapital.com and start investing today.